on Curiosity Stream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns, reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Replicon Radio is brought to you in part by Lex the Hexmaster and the Shadow Army. What up, y'all? Welcome back. This is Replicon Radio. I got a little special treat today, a little one-off. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the channel over on YouTube, Replicon Radio, and obviously hit up RepliconRadio.com. We do our live show every Monday night. So make sure you guys peep that and you're following us on all social medias. Uh, but today we got something a little, uh, a little different for you. We're doing a doing a special episode uh, as we do from time to time. So uh, let's just go ahead and hop on into it. Without further ado, give it up for my man Jay Villain. What's up, brother? Hey, what up, man? How you guys doing tonight? We're doing great, brother. Doing great, living the dream. Oh yeah, out here doing the thing, man. Trying to uh, trying to stay alive in these times. If you will, right? <laughs> Keeping your mask on and shit. Yeah, all six that. feet. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. six feet Same apart. here, man. Yeah, you got to stay six feet apart so you don't get six feet under. Isn't that the rule or something? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> Some shit like that. But yeah, man, welcome to the show again. This Jay Villain for everybody who tuned in that's not paying attention in the house. That's right. Uh, so lots of big stuff coming, man. I definitely we. Uh, I know we got some announcements to make and some things that are dropping. I definitely want to talk about that, but um, you know, we we like to get to know people, man. We like to go 
we'll have to go all the way back to the beginning, man. So, like, you were from Columbus, Ohio, right? Yes, south side of Columbus, Ohio. Dope. So, like, so like as a kid, like, growing up, um, I know Columbus is a pretty hotbed for music, especially underground, man. There's a lot of underground movement and stuff going on there, so that's dope. But, like, how did you, like, would you were you originally, like, a fan and like, underground stuff or, like, juggalo music? Or did you, like, grow up with, like, rock? Like, what, what was kind of your first influences and taste into music just as a fan like how did it how did you get into all that actually it was uh my cousin we were into like metal first to be honest with you uh slipknot corn uh you know it was very early stages of that um that scene so like my cousin got me into it michael actually i don't you know no one really knows he but <laughs> he's just my family but uh he got me into it when i was i want to say closer to 10 years old so we're talking almost 20 years ago you know because i'll be 30 this year so we uh we were on our way we was taking a family trip to lake area and we were going through different cds and stuff like that and i came across bizarre bizarre from icp and i had no idea what it was just do it in the cd player and you know i was kind of liking it kind of liking it but had no clue what the fuck was going on you know the you know from listening to metal going to hip-hop it was kind of you know, totally different. And this was totally different kind of hip hop. You know, I think one of the first songs we came across was uh, was Cherry Pie. The Cherry Pie. Yeah, that was the first ever ICP song I've ever heard. So coming back from the family trip, uh, started telling my parents about it. Hey, I like these guys. They had, you know, clown makeup on. Didn't really know much about it. But my stepdad, he did. He took me up to Media Play and I purchased uh, Great Malenko. And from then it was fucking on, you know what I mean? Great Malenko was the first CD I listened to from front to back and really just fell in love with it. So, you know, as, as you know, any young juggalo, you get one CD, you get a little taste and all of a sudden you got to have the all fucking one. <laughs> the yeah, whole right. six. It's a dang addiction. Like, wait, what are these other, what are these Joker cars you're talking about? This is yep. the fourth. Wait a minute. And then you start finding out about, you know, the side acts like twisted and, uh, you know, uh, killer ABK, I got his CD actually was next. That was the first CD I got, Hatcher Warrior. Hell yeah. After Great Malenko. That's a dude. Shortly record. after. Great record. That's so, so with the, so your introduction into the Juggalo world was your introduction to hip hop, like at the same time? Like, yeah. That was, yeah. That's crazy. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Usually you come across like shit you hear on the radio or uh, what your parents be bumping, but no, it was. Uh, straight straight <laughs> juggalo music that's dope hell yeah that's super cool though so then so i mean obviously you just fell in love with the, with the whole scene the, the juggalo stuff was i mean it was, were you still enjoying metal were you still uh yeah oh yeah i still to this day love metal but it was kind of like i don't know like you you kind of get what i'm saying here you go in uh middle and high school you kind of just fall into certain you know scenes with your crew and sure. it was just juggalos you know what i mean we didn't you know the the metal kids at my school at least didn't really fuck with the juggalos at that time yeah. you gotta think because it was like close to shit let me think of the time frame here you say unfortunately i'm a little older than you but uh yeah yeah uh, <laughs> Our kids, we had like the, uh, like I guess the, technically there was there was only like one metalhead in my school, like legit one dude. Everyone else yeah. who who was a metalhead in parentheses was like it was like Marilyn Manson, Corn, Tool, like that was metal to us at the time, like Pantera. Yeah, you know, I mean that's the shit I was into, but they, they kind of mixed with the Juggalo crowd, especially like 
It all kind of it all kind of like went together because it wasn't that metal. The one metal kid everyone was kind of afraid of. Right. Like whoa, yeah, what the are you death doing, metal. Bud? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so so yeah, it was just we were, you know, clicked up with the with the straight juggalo scene. Um more in high school, not so much in the in the last couple of years of middle school, it was kind of like that. Like you were still trying to find what you probably know the feeling. Sweaty, fast breathing, quick heart rate. That's a cortisol spike. It feels awful, and its imbalance is the cause of your anxiety. Rebalance Health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root. Rebalance Health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption, providing 24-hour relief. Live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it. Get 50% off your first month with code CALM23 at rebalancehealth.com. You you know, fit into, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. So in high school that first year, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, I see my I see my crew. Hey, woo, woo, woo. You know what I mean? Let's go get some Fargo. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, so right around that same time, I guess, um, you like, so you got into the music and then you're like, I want to do this too. Like, so you and your homies kind of started a group together. Like, how did that, like, how did it, like, what was it that you were like, I want to, I want to be, I want to do this. And like, how did you guys end up setting up? Cause you started out with a group with the 614 villains, right? Yeah. So 614 villains, how that started was, uh, with, with our little homies in, in us uh, high school and shit, we were, I think his name was Hayes or something like that. But his real name was Rodney. Uh, just one of our buddies. He was actually, using the computer using sound recorder to do like uh like a minute kind of rap that he would just put on a beat and and kind of go at it and he was showing us that and i'm like you know that's kind of fucking cool let me jump in there and try that out so we played with that like like i said it's, it's, it's that little sound recorder thing on your computer it's long ago it was so we played with that for a minute uh i want to say close to about a month and then i took my copy that i made which was on a CD to school and I was passing it out to some of my friends and, and seeing what they would thought, you know, Hey, you know, how do I sound? Is this even something I should fuck with? You know, I kind of like it, but I don't know, you know, kind of seeing what they, what they thought. And one of my buddies named Mike got a hold of it. And he actually had a studio set up that his uh, dad was doing Christian music in. <laughs> so he no. was like, Hey man, you want to come over and try to lay this shit down in a real studio? It wasn't a real studio at all, but you know, <laughs> It was back we then, over, probably. Hell yeah. Right, right. So we went over there, and uh, before we could even record, his dad uh, made a deal with us. He's like, look, you guys want to use my studio? That's fine. But every Sunday, you're going to come over here, and we're going to take these speakers. He had a whole speaker set up and a uh, concert set up, and we're going to go to different churches, and we're, you guys are going to help me put on a show to use my studio. So we were doing that for almost a year. We were going to different churches every week. And then coming home and spitting all kinds of wicked shit in the microphone. It was it was really crazy when you think about it. But that's how it started. We just started. Um, so in the basement, you were the villains. But then outside, you were the, the heroes. The Christian like, boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Playing drums and, and uh, recording. Like so, we, we would do little Christian concerts with his dad uh, to promote his music. And then in return, we got to use a studio. So we just put together 614 Villains which was me, Mike, uh, at the time it was me, Mike, uh, Tucker, which was zigzag. That's when it started. It ended up just being me zigzag and uh, DJ be done. That's wild. So you guys, 
I, we're, yep. okay, we're, we're gonna talk about this for a while. <laughs> so you're this out there. Around. So you're oh, so were you guys out there doing like praise and worship music, or were you doing like DC talk yeah. cover songs, or like what was going on? No, nah, he was writing full blown Christian music. Like I think he could still find like his, his own original YouTube. stuff. Yeah, yeah, he would do covers like uh, Hallelujah and uh, sure, yeah, you know yeah. some some of the stuff you hear when you go to uh, you know regular Sunday. But what it would be is they would go to have service. And then after the service, you would get uh, like a little lunch break, and then he would perform for about forty-five minutes to an hour. It was even sometimes though he would uh, show up at nine o'clock at night. We'd set up his stage, and by ten o'clock, he'd have a whole church full of Christian people, like like two hundred deep, ready to rock out. You know what I mean? Like it was that type of setup. So we would set up his. Um, you know, he had guitarist, he had a bass player, drummer, and his son would play the drums. Mike. The one that you know I initially met and brought back to the studio, he uh, he would play the drums, and I would more or less be on a camera and recording it because he would record most of his uh, performances. Wow. And that's that's really how we did it, man. We got to use the studio for doing that, you know. <laughs> that's dope. That's crazy. So you guys were basically just doing crew and roadie type stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's I wasn't like we. Well, he was kind of performing because he was playing drums. Playing he would drum, tag me yeah. in every tag me in every now and again i wasn't like a great drummer but you know you just played that symbol and hi-hat and that bass you know just ride that out because every fucking christian song is the same <laughs> beat <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's but wild. you know <laughs> so then you guys would just go back to the studio and you guys are like writing your own songs or are you guys doing like covers of like underground yeah, we things were... or like well, i mean what was were you guys all was... rapping or was he playing drums yeah. or you guys a band like how did it all start okay so we would go back uh we weren't allowed to use his, any of his like actual instruments or equipment so it was just straight rapping uh it was even before we found our our dj so literally it was me mike and tucker we were okay so we were writing our songs but we were heavily influenced by icp so I, <laughs> you know what i mean so we were kind of jocking the fuck out of all of that you know what i mean so i would say yeah we were writing our own songs but definitely heavily influenced by that shit so you know we'd rap about fago killing and axes and shit like that we were definitely young into that shit um i think we did cover homies at one point to be honest with you but we never put it out because at that time we didn't really know how to like put shit out on youtube yeah. i think my myspace was the only thing that we had at that time and we had like two songs up <laughs> you know you know when you like used to go to the myspace play page and it would automatically play a song oh yeah so, absolutely yeah we like because dude i want to say i was like 12 years old when we were doing this like we were super freaking young like really young we started actually putting together a a real record at at that little christian studio thing uh i think it was called like the new beginning and that was around december december 6 2000 december 6 2006 december 12 2006 I remember that because when we put that record out, that was the first time we uh, went to Arosa and played with ABK. Dope. So that was, we weren't even, we were called Deadline at that time. It wasn't even 614 Villains. It was our next show. We switched it to 614 Villains, to be 100% honest with you. But we never, you know what I mean, put out like a full actual album. It was like a little sample CD and we called it The New Beginning and we stuck a little sticker on it and we passed that out at Arosa. That's dope. That, that was like your first show or that was just yeah. like your first show with someone? everything wow. first little album that we took out and gave out first show the first show like i said was december 12 2006 at arosa that's, yeah. 
That's, That's how long ago that was. That was when Killa left Psychopathic for the first time. For like a week or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a yeah. year, but yeah. That's yep. wild. So if you remember all that time frame, that's when that was. I remember. I remember. Yep. That's yep. Wild. And then we came uh, shortly after that, Mike went away. Uh, I think he moved like far away. And then it was just 614 Villains, me, Zig, or whoa, JJ, Zigzag, and Be Done. And you guys, did you, I mean, and you guys, you guys kept doing your thing for a while as the six one four villains, like you, you. Yep. Um. So what? I guess kind of a, uh, I don't know, like a fast forward timeline. So what happened from, like you know, you guys doing your thing and trying to like, you know, get out there and you know, get in the scene to, to I guess a few years later when you were doing J Villain solo stuff. Like what was it that made you start doing the solo projects and and things like that? Well, we did like um, from I want to say this from 2013 on to around 2016. You know, we did it like so about that three years. We did a lot of like cool shit. We did a lot of op- opening for ICP. I think we did a Tech Nine show here in Columbus. Uh, we did a bunch of gatherings. We got a bunch of gatherings plugs, and we even uh, teamed up with Menace to Sobriety and re- released like two CDs in that time frame. Uh, they used to do this little. You ever heard of Menace? To sobriety out of Troy, Ohio. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're fucking dope. They yeah. used to do a little uh, label Jay party. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they used to do a little label base called uh, Angels Tier Entertainment. So we did two CDs with them. What happened though is like Zigzag with Tucker, whatever you want to call him by. He um, he just kind of wanted to do like more something that was more structural. You know what I mean? Like he he. We weren't getting a lot of money. We were young. We didn't know how to really like run this the proper way. You know what I mean? So like the records we were putting out, we were selling, but we weren't doing the money the right way and restocking and doing shit like that. So there was times where we had shows and no merchandise, no way of making money. So he kind of took the uh, adult route and just got a real job and, and started doing that. I just kept going. I think it was around the end of 2016, I was doing a lot of shows with Killa. I was bringing him down to Columbus a lot and then going up to Michigan and doing shows with him. And he was like, you want to, you want to, you know, because at that time, I forgot to say that at that time, 614 Villains was on Killa's Stray Dog label that he created for us. It was like a trial run. If you can do this and make some noise and you can come on the native world. Um, but obviously that didn't work out the way everyone thought it was. So Killer approached me and was like, if you want to keep going, man, you can put out an album on Native World as Jay Villain. You know, you're the only one showing up to shows anymore. You're the only one that's still going to the studio, putting out music. So, you know, just rock with us. So I came up with uh, Stand Up Be Forgotten and dropped that in 2017 with Killer on Native World. Dope. So that was like the official, like, I'm going to do this. You know, uh, Be Done was still around. He just kind of, Be Done had like a... a I can't remember exactly. I don't want to like call it the wrong thing, but he had like a lot of health issues going on with his uh, back and stuff. He had like a, a some kind of bone disease. I want to say it's like AS, but I might be wrong. Um, my bad for not knowing one hundred percent about that because uh, <clears throat> you know it was a it was a rough time frame when that happened because like everybody kind of went sour when they went out. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't the best splitting. Yeah. You know it was. You know, like I said, a lot of it was over money. Um, it wasn't handled the right way. So when all that happened, like as a killer approached me, I jumped on his first little run that he did, the Hatchet Warrior run. If you remember that, it was around 2017. It was like a five-day tour. 
and that's where I just made that decision. I'm going to keep going as Jay Villain. You know, I'm not going to team up and do anything. It's not going to be a group anymore. It's just going to be me. You know what I mean? Who's got you better than you? You know what I mean? So I just put it forward and ran with Killa. For sure, yeah. Unfortunately, I hear that that story a lot. Obviously, not the same story, but the same uh, the same type of thing. Like good or bad, it just uh, things like group projects tend to just uh, fall along the wayside because you know somebody doesn't want to work as hard, or someone's not as serious, or someone has a kid, or whatever it is. Yeah, it tends to happen a lot, unfortunately. But yeah, because I mean, you got a lot of things that have to come together and click, you know, to make make it either work or not you know what i mean and and we had we had that when we were young but then yeah a lot of stuff started coming in a lot of people started getting bills kids and it's just you know we weren't we weren't the best at you know running our own business you know we were fucking like 15 16 years old and you know not the greatest excuse but you know what i'm saying we didn't have a manager that was one thing is we never had like somebody like hey i'm gonna help guide this it was just you know, hey, we fucking go in a studio and then we go rock a show. You know what I mean? And and then we party. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I didn't know about the uh, like the the sub label or the, the I didn't know about that. Stray Dogs. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't never announced. That was the one thing that kind of threw us off when we, you know, because. I don't know how much you want to get into that, but I'm willing to talk about it. But it it, it was a rocky thing because like we we felt like okay when Killer approached us. As 614 Villains, you know what I mean? Because like I said, we were doing a shit ton of shows with him. We were always traveling. We'd be in fucking, you know, Detroit or we'd be over here at Carl's Tive in Indiana. You know what I mean? We just, we any show that he would allow us on, we'd go. And he was seeing that, you know, we were down with that. And when he threw us the little deal and was like, hey, you know, uh, we'll put out your next album. That's what it was. We'll put out your next album. So, all right, cool. So we send it in. And then we find out, well, it's Stray Dogs. Well, what the hell is Stray Dogs? You know what I mean? Like, and he was like, well, it's like a, a like a trial run. We're like, okay, that's cool. That's cool. But he never made an announcement. There was never an announcement. There was never anything about it. So it was kind of like we were telling people we're on Stray Dogs. And there was one logo made. And we'd show them that. And they'd be like, man, I never fucking heard of that. Yeah. So it was kind of like, uh, all right, well. That's wild. Whatever. So, you know, it, the boys were happy. But at the same time, it was like, well is this anything different than what the hell was already going on? Now we're just giving part of our money now, you know what I mean? But, you know, so that, that, that was kind of, that whole thing was weird, but as you can tell, it went away as soon as I joined native world. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. That's weird. I've literally like still until just now, I'd never heard of that. That's crazy. I mean, I, I guess I get it. I get it on both sides, the trial run thing. And then at the same time, if you're, you're trying to be an act and you're like, Oh shit, this is, this is going to help us, but the the help is the announcement. The help is the uh, yeah the, co- the cosine. Where's the cosine? Like right. But so, but obviously, I mean, things were you uh you ended up being a part of Native World, which is you know, which at least from what I see, it was a pretty big moment. Like a lot of people heard your name oh, yeah. and heard your music. Um, you released your first record over there. Like so, how how was that? Like now, like and at that point, like that's when like. I mean, I know, like, currently there's not much going on with Native World. He's Killer's just focusing on himself and stuff. But, like, then it was, like, like right around that time, it was it was like, oh, shit, this is going to become, like, label number three. Like, this is uh, this is the next thing. Like, everybody thought Native World was going to be, like, a big, uh, you know, and there was a lot of, like, YUG and you. I think Keegan was still over there at the time doing stuff. Um, like, well, it, Keegan it was, had... 
Oh, go ahead. No, you're, I just I'm just trying to think of the like. There was a lot of people there and a yeah. lot of noise going around Native World yeah. at the time. So like, what was that whole? Uh, I know it ended, but uh, like at the time, like well, how was that whole experience and like how was everything? Like what was that like? It was, like holy, sh- it was fucking awesome to be honest yeah. with you, man. We we rolled to the gathering that was uh, fuck the one in Oklahoma. What year was that? Uh, fucking uh, eight, uh, eight, yeah, eight, I know eighteen or seventeen. Or eighteen. 18 yeah. Okay, it's so off now since we we didn't have a gathering last year, and mm-hmm. I don't know if we're gonna have one this year. It's like fuck, my counting is totally off. But yeah, the Oklahoma gathering. It was the eighteenth. Was it had, the eighteenth? It was the eighteenth gather, eighteenth gathering. So I guess it was I don't the nineteenth annual. No, the, it was the eighteenth annual. Or, oh, eighteenth annual. Okay, so it might have so, been twenty eighteen. Yeah, okay, seventeen. I don't know. Dates are weird. We rolled. We rolled to that gathering. Uh, Native rolled in full fucking effect. So you had uh, it was Jay Villain, Mad V, Freddie Grimes, um, I think fucking Worm showed up i can't remember if he was there or not uh god damn it who else was there yeah the whole team was in effect it was awesome dude like it was rolling hard native world would have blew the fuck up if all them acts would have just fucking stayed dedicated you know what i mean like not to shit on anybody but you know a lot of people when they when they came on the native world they thought it was like oh man we made it we got we got fucking the record deal you're gonna get all this money and all this attention and all that shit and I mean, you gotta still work. You gotta work your ass off. Yeah. And I'm not saying none of them did that. It's just I felt a lot of them. Be delighted this holiday season at Ice and Lights, the winter village at Cameron Run. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Stroll through the park and enjoy winter photo ops, light displays, hot chocolate, and a warm treat. The winter village offers playtime for the entire family. Extend the magic of the holidays by visiting early, starting November 17th. Get your tickets now at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, felt discouraged because of the fact that they thought they were going to get this, like, you know, a fucking golden ticket once you sign this deal. Yeah, you know what true, I mean? Yeah. So, you know, when we went to that gathering, though, um, the Oklahoma one, we had uh, we were on Red Moon stage and we had our whole set. So it was like 45 minutes. Everybody had a part of it. See, like, that was awesome. You know what I mean? Everybody went out there, did the thing, supported each other. Uh, we yeah, had autographs, yeah. signings. Had it was big awesome. Old camp back in the woods, I remember. Yeah, I yeah, remember we had the big Freddy camp. There, yeah. Yep, Freddie Grimes. Fucking, I miss that dude, man. He was awesome. That was the first time I actually got to kick it with him. Like yeah. I said, that gathering was just magical. It was, it was really coming together as a label and, and doing a damn thing. Like you said, we had the. The whole get- campground over there in the woods. Yeah. Everybody was coming over partying. Like, that shit was, was hot. Like, I didn't know yeah. you. Like I don't think we met, or if we did, it was maybe for like a second or something. But like uh, I was hyped for for everyone because it was like I I know uh, Freddie for forever. Like since yeah. we were kids. Like he like one of his first shows out of town was in St. Louis, and he slept on my couch. Like when we were kids. 
Like, that's awesome, So I was, dude. like, high for him. Obviously, like, I've known Killer for a long time. Uh, and PJ is my fucking one of my best friends. And Frodo is one of my best friends. And, like, yeah, Frodo. That was just, another one there. Ever, I was like, dude, like, y'all are about to fucking, like, all my homies are about to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I was high yeah. as hell. I was like, and these other cats are cool, too. And you got YUG. Like, you know, I didn't really know him well i just knew he was brian's brother so i was like that's dope right. regardless like right and i was like this right. hype and like killer's always been dope and like the one thing about killer still to this day especially doing the show is like his name comes up more than anyone's because he's mm-hmm. some sort of connection or glue to almost everyone in this scene 95 percent of it's positive you know what i mean like i mean there's, yeah things happen here and there but like most of it it's like he's always trying to help people sometimes it doesn't go as planned but it's like right even like with magic ninja like talking to george like abk was the reason george booked his first tour right i mean like it's crazy how much like people don't pay attention to how much like that dude was always trying to help people he he may not have always had the best uh ideas or the you know what i mean like Right. <laughs> he he never sure. had, you know, I mean, he doesn't have, you know, some of these people have money behind him. Like, you got a big company, you got a ton of money. He just has passion, and sometimes it doesn't really work out when you don't have the money or the funding to do it. But, right. Yeah, that that is one thing about Killer, man. He is super fucking real. Like, he is the one artist that doesn't play that fucking, you know, that, that, what do you want to call it? That character or whatever, that, that rich yeah. boy, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Like, he is real. He will come out, rock the fucking show have the dopest merchandise and while you're sitting there buying the merchandise before you leave out you're gonna catch him drinking a beer probably trying to smoke your weed you know what i mean like he is that type of motherfucker he is awesome man for sure that is the thing but yeah you know he put together the biggest fucking i mean there you know there's other people that could have been added but he put together pretty fucking solid hardcore underground lineup you know for native world and and it ran for about a year and a half, two years before it fell apart. You know what I mean? But it was awesome in that time frame, man. It was awesome. I think Freddie dropped his record. Matt V dropped his record. G dropped a record. I dropped two. And I think that was about it. And then, yeah, yeah. Everybody kind of went their separate ways after that. You know, Freddie dropped off. Then Matt V dropped off. You know, G's still around. You know what I mean? Um, he'll, he'll always be considered Native World. Same with Larry. We yeah. forgot about Flager. Oh, yeah, yeah. Music. How the fuck are we going to forget his name? Man? Right. That motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it. Sorry, man, if you're listening. I got nothing but fucking love. You know that shit. Hell but yeah, yeah um, he's matter. still always Native World. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. So there's still some some longtime homies that's still kicking it around. Jojo put a record out one of these days. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> I can see that. Call it the merch game. <laughs> Hell yeah! So, so you're so you're you know your native world. Everybody, you know, what I mean, like I said, that's super hype. Like the people that are paying attention to the underground, they were probably hype. Like it was a it was a it was a great collective. Um, so then, what happened? So like now we know now you're not on native world. You're putting out. Uh, we'll talk about the new record in a minute, but like you're putting your stuff out on your own now. So like what what was kind of the uh, like how did that all kind of was it good? Was it bad? Like, what kind of happened that led you to, to go back on your own there? I mean, it's all still good. Uh, to be 100%, what happened was, at the beginning of COVID, do you remember that time where um, Killa kind of disappeared? He wasn't on social media for a minute. The website went down. A lot of people, there was a couple people complaining about the orders yeah. that uh, they put in and didn't get because of the shutdown during COVID and all that shit. 
but during that time frame, um, he just kind of came back when we had him on the show a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. So like when um, you know, and I'm not I'm not speaking for Killer or anything like that, but from what I felt happened, um, he kind of just sat back and was like, you know, with everybody that dropped off. No, I can't say everybody, but the few people that did drop off the label and a lot of shit that was going on, people who was supposed to put out projects that was claiming native world that never did. I feel like he kind of sat back and was like, I need a break from all this shit. I want to just wipe everything away. There was never a conversation, uh, where it was directly, um, you're off a of native world or me telling killer, you know, fuck you. I'm, I'm done with native world. It wasn't anything like that. It was during that time when everything shut down and he was doing his thing. I felt like I'm not going to wait for, anybody i'm just gonna go record my record you know what i mean and i didn't know if he was gonna put out the next record or what so i kind of just did my own thing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and when i got towards the end of it um he started to come back he made that announcement you know uh the website's gonna come back uh everybody who didn't get their order will get the that lonely rider you know cd so around that time frame he started coming back into the thing we actually started talking and with me having pretty much the whole album done, ready to go, music videos filmed, ready to go, because uh, <laughs> he was gone for that long, <laughs> not to you know say anything, but I had that whole time to get all that shit done. Yeah. We just didn't have the a hundred percent agreement on the way to put this one out. So it was like I made that decision. Well, let's just see what it would be like if I did this on my own. Let's see what my numbers would be. Let's see how how Jay Villain really stands now on my own you know what i mean so i just ran with that so it's not like at this moment i'm still fucking with native world you know what i mean like there's nothing there was never a contract between any of us any of these artists don't let anybody fool you with that shit native world never had a contract with anybody it was all spoken word deals you know agreements and shit homies doing this shit together so it's not like you know what i mean like there's no hate there's no I'm not Native World. It's just this project was done just by me at this time while Killer was figuring out his shit. Because if you notice, he still has he has a website up, but there still hasn't been any other artist website or shit on that website. Yeah. So you see what I'm saying? I think he's still trying to put together an actual deal for these artists. So at this point, Native World is just Killer. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, G is still around. I'm still around. Flager's still around. But at this point, it's killer's doing killer you know what i mean for sure no that's what's up so, that's, that's i mean that's actually good that's nice to hear like it's not you know what I mean? yeah so there's no generally when shit like that happens especially the underground man like when, when it goes yeah. to artists and labels like people take it way it's way different than the real world the normal you know what i mean like the normal yeah not, not that this world isn't real but you know what i mean like the you know if somebody leaves sony nobody gives a shit but right. If something happens with psychopathic or magic ninja or native world or even strange music, everyone's like, "Oh fuck, what'd they do? Yep. What'd they yep, do? It's all fucking bad. up war. Yeah. <laughs> but it, Who yeah. we talking shit on now? <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, what's he? Oh, what's that song about? Oh, he's dissing him in that track. I know that's about him. It doesn't say him, but it's clearly about him. Like, right. It's not always the case. Like, people need to do shit. You know what I mean? Like, but that's so. So I mean, essentially, you're, you're just. I mean, obviously, you guys are still homies. Everything's all good. Just like let me see yeah. what I can let me see what I can do. Let me run it on my own. Yeah, let's see how I can stand up on my own, hundred percent. Because you know, like that that that's another thing. Like I, you know, not to I don't want to like put it out there as one of the artists on Native World did it, but like that's that's a common thing. Is a lot of people think that these artists ride killers, you know what I mean? Ride his wave. If they ain't if if 
Chill ain't putting him on, they ain't, he ain't doing shit. You know what I mean? And and not to, like I said, not to talk shit about anybody, but if you kind of look, it kind of seems like that's been the pattern. You know what I mean? Like, once you leave Native World, you're kind of done. And that, that wasn't my fucking... I didn't want that to be ever, you know, put out as that. Yeah. So when I, you know, like I said, me and Killer had this conversation, you know, the next record could come out with Native World. You know what I mean? 100%. I, I would be fucking willing to do that if he would be willing to do that and everything meets up the right way. But yeah, there's no hard feelings at all. It was just, let's see if I could stand up on my own and how good it's going to be. Or if I'm going to completely fail, it doesn't really matter. I'm going to keep pushing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because I got the heart in this motherfucking shit. But yeah, no hard feelings. I got shows scheduled with Killa. I think we're doing 420 in Michigan. That flyer came out yeah. the other day. Yeah. So, you know, I'm Same. on that motherfucker. Um, he just did a show and was it February at, uh, I was at that one, you know, that was the first time we seen each other throughout, you know, the whole COVID oh, shit. I was there. I didn't see you. Really? Yeah. What, I, what spot was that? I can't, I, I it was a new venue. Oh, maybe it was a different show. He did two shows. So maybe it was the other one. I did the one. Yeah. One was it? Well, I did, he did, I did, I was at the sawed off. The one he did is sawed off. Yeah. It okay. That was, yeah, it was probably like a yeah. week later. It's Simon's. I yeah. Think. Yeah. I was at the one where he, uh, you were at, you were at, you were at, I saw, I saw your performance later that night at Psychopathic. It yeah. Was, it was the same night. So yeah, clearly you weren't there because you were at Psychopathic now that I was thinking out loud. Yeah, that shit was crazy, man. I didn't think I was going to get that. That that came out of nowhere. Yeah, that shit was dope. But yeah, I want to talk about that too, but let's. All right. Stand, <laughs> it's hard, trust me, it's so hard for, I have notes, so I'm trying to stay in order for the most part, even though we skipped all the records you put out in between that, but uh, uh, well, it was only it was only two. We stand up. We talked about stand up. That was the first record I gave Killer, and then throughout my two years, it was uh, WTF came after that. So, so I guess talking about that before we before we end the Native World, like, was it? Um, so obviously, I know one thing Killer does that uh, he's always, he always the one thing I know for a fact he did when Native World was a th- was like doing its thing, and he had these artists was like when he would do shows, like when someone offer him a show. He would always try to be like, I don't want to kill a set. I want a native world. Like he'd always push to get a native world set, or at least have a native world set before him, or something like that. Like that was one yeah. thing he did. But like, what yeah. other things? Like, what things were different from from going from you know just dude in a group who who was recorded yeah. in the in the Christian basement and whatnot to like <laughs> now you're working with Killa, like you know with Native World, like. I know you ended up getting a, some some like Jelly Roll and some different features on on some of the the earlier projects. Like, wh- like how, what was it like working in that atmosphere rather than just in the basement? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? How much things changed like professional wise for you? Or like, what kind of you know what I mean? Like, what was that that whole portion like for you? All right, so like you know when you're when you're doing the shit completely on your own, putting out like you know out of the basement for say, uh, yeah, you do, you put your shit together and you just put it out you know there's nobody to listen to it or anything like that so like the things that started to change with uh rolling with killer was you know when you get your album done you you know you give it to him submit it in or whatever send it to him and he'll listen to it and he'll kind of give you his feedback it's not necessarily you have to go and do these things it's just like unless you know it's some some wording or something you talk to shit about an artist or something which that never happened but you get what i'm saying like unless you're going out and can fucking ruin his or native yeah. world's name he's not going to make you change it so like doing that that was one thing you had to submit uh your stuff in and have him listen to it and, and he'll give you his honest feedback about it um then when it came down to like the packaging and artwork and shit so like what killer 
what his deal was uh for me i don't know if it was for everybody but the deal was you know he would print my cd and put it all package it do the online orders uh all that shit and he would get a uh, 33% of it you know the label native world would so that was like one thing you know he would press your cd's so when you go to the shows and shit he would have your cd's there they'd be at his merch tent you know shit like that on his website you didn't have to worry about coming up with a bunch of money to get CDs right you didn't have to like put that. out that couple hundred dollars to get your shit pressed and, and all that and he would shrink wrap it at all you know it would look nice uh we he did my first one in slim lines you know what i mean so and, and you're right every time killer would do a show or somebody would book him he would have two or three native world artists on the bill with him that was that was awesome like he always took care of you that way like you're always going to be doing shows like i did two or three tours with him you know what i mean like he would always make sure you took care of as far as that goes you know what i mean so that was like the big difference is we started actually our packaging started looking better um you know what i mean i had cds available because you know like i said before with uh 614 villains we never did the money right we'd play shows and wouldn't have fucking a t-shirt a cd a, <laughs> a flyer half the fucking time you know and that was another thing uh with with killer we would have those flyers there was always flyers with everybody's shit when they're coming out you know what i mean done up and shit like that sure. we had massive fucking stack them at the gathering we were passing out to everybody Shout out to so PJ. you know, yeah PJ. be delighted this holiday season at ice and lights the winter village at cameron run just minutes from old town alexandria stroll through the park and enjoy winter photo ops light displays hot chocolate and a warm treat the winter village offers playtime for the entire family extend the magic of the holidays by visiting early starting november 17th get your tickets now at cameron that's cameron with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jay's God. Yeah. That motherfucker. Uh, the Jaeger, my man. <laughs> I've had a couple nights with. <laughs> let me tell you a little quick side story. It was with Killer. He took me out to. Uh, Ill- or. Saga, Illinois? Pops, you know yeah. where Pops is? Yeah, it's right down the street. <laughs> so we had an issue with our with the van getting. Oh back yeah, to yeah, when the trailer. van broke down, I remember that. Dude, we got I got smashed with fucking PJ two and Jaeger shots. We I had think PJ to go. just told me that I was with when I was in Michigan. Me and PJ were together. Like, yeah, we were, yeah. He, I'm pretty sure he just told me that story. Yeah, we were fucking dude. <laughs> let me tell you something. Pops don't have close. Ever, yeah, right. Have you ever? Have you ever? 
been drinking till fucking five or six in the morning and walk outside the venue in this motherfucking daytime. Yes. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes, because I live by pops, but most people don't God. experience that. That was a whole nother world killer. Yeah. Thank you for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. It's, so, yeah. We, we talk about that shit a lot because most people don't experience. Like that was the shit we used to do when we were young. Like when we were old enough to drink. The bar is closed, so we would just go to the east side because pops never did. So, like, yeah, and that gas station that sits in front yep, of me that keeps serving hours, food. Yep. Fucking crazy, Fuck, man. dude. <laughs> it's a whole nother a world. Whole, yeah, I was just about to say that's a whole. And that fucking <laughs> food stand out in front of us. Oh my god! Yeah, hell yeah. The best fucking Philly subs I've ever fucking had, dude. It's wild, dude. That's crazy. That whole area is just amazing. But yeah, so fucking shout out to PJ. Yeah. <laughs> he experienced me totally waste white boy wasted. Let me just say that. <laughs> <laughs> god, yeah. it was stupid. But That's yeah, uh, so yeah, that was the difference with uh, getting with you know joining the native world is everything was a little bit or I can't. Uh, Everything was more professional than the way we were pushing it before. The packaging, the music. Because now we weren't recording um, in a, <laughs> the Christian basement no more. We was actually going to... Uh, I was Not paying that Killer isn't real. a Christian, okay? We're just, we're just right, right. <laughs> you know, he... But yeah, like I... Well, see, that's the thing. Like, I'm from Columbus. And, you know, he's obviously in, in Detroit. So I was doing all my studio shit here in Columbus. You know what I mean? I, I never met up with him to record anything there. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get that ex- that that luxury like G and all them did. That you know they got to record with Killer and do their albums with him. I was doing my shit here and then sending it off to him to listen to. So when I you know like when I joined with Native World, I made that decision like no more, not to diss anybody with home studios, but I'm just gonna go somewhere where the motherfucker damn near went to school or spent most of his life behind this shit. You know what I mean? So I can get the best sound and and really the full advantage of you know. Pro Tools and all that shit, because I had no idea how to run that shit, you know what I mean? So if I had a home studio, I wasn't really mixing and mastering my shit good, because I had no fucking clue how to really do it. Right. You know what I mean? So that's what all changed. It was more taking it more serious. For sure. So, so and, yeah, and obviously, you, I mean, you learned a lot. You learned a lot of things. So now we're to... So now it's it's your turn. It's your time. It's Let's see what Jay Villain can do. And we're right. looking for the ugly duckling. So, oh yeah. So you, so first, I want to back up with just like, so you, I know you made. I don't know if you if you took it back or if it's still a thing, but you made a few announcements about this record, about like the future of Jay Villain and like things like that. Like this, like I know right now we're talking, and you're like, maybe my next one will be on Native World, or maybe you know, you're talking right. about things in the future. But at one point, you were saying this could be the end. Like, yeah. So hundred percent. Like, you were so stuck on, like, this is, like, but basically it was like you were putting your all in, like, this, I'm going to put everything into this record, and if if it don't work, then I guess it don't work. Like, right. like where did that, like, is that still a thing? Or is, like, like how did, where did that, like, tell me about the so project. Got, tell me about the whole, like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, I'm going to do it. This is going to be me. Like, how did, like, where did so, it all come about? I know there's a story here, so. Yeah, there, 100% <laughs> is a story. So. At that, at the beginning, like I said, taking it back to the beginning of COVID a little bit before that, um, I think it was, it kind of started in February. Well, no, at the end of January. So, okay. I'll tell the real story. This real story. And if he gets mad, someone gets mad, they get mad. All right. So I reached out to Killer Cause if you listen to my first two CDs, stand up, be forgotten and WTF, there is no killer collab on there. On either one. 
And I didn't understand that. At the first one I did because when I got signed, it was, okay, do this record. Your next one, I'll give you a track. Okay. That was the deal. So stand-up came out. WTF, I started working on it. I'm looking around. Mad V's got a killer collab on his first CD. Okay. Well, what the fuck? Freddie's got a collab on his first CD. Okay. What the fuck? Obviously, Low and every other fucking artist of part of Native World has a killer collab. This guy is on his second CD, technically third CD if you want to be real because Stray Dogs, but, you know, second Native World release. I still ain't got a collab. So I was kind of feeling like, what the fuck? Am I just a guy that's just not really here, but here? So I, I was in a lot of feelings. So I reached out to Killa and was like, hey, I know you're about to do something for Valentine's Day because you always do. Can I do something with you or do a package deal or, you know, you got you could go to your website and buy A, Killa's you know, Valentine's package or BJ villains or C together or some shit like that. Let's work on something. You know, I was trying to do something and, and that was kind of at the beginning of his, uh, disappearing act where he, you know, went fucking ghost and I heard nothing. So I was really feeling like for a second, like, man, I, I, you know, was in my fucking head. And, and, and then when, you know, I didn't hear anything and I started working on the album, I was just like, I really started to feel like, Man, am I the fucking ugly duckling of this crew? Like, I get no fucking love here, no clive. You know, I was just really down and out. So when I started working on the record and realized that it's going to be just on me, I was feeling, you know, really, really in kind of a dark place because I was like, man, I don't have Native World behind me now. You know, and 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 this could be the last fucking one. You know, I'm going to give it everything, and if it don't work, then you know, fuck it. This it, this wasn't made to be. At some point, I gotta, you know, essentially grow up you know, and, and fucking move on. You know, I was really feeling that at that moment. You know what I mean? Like just, mm-hmm. I was the ugly duckling. No one wanted to fuck with me until I blasted off and started shining. You know what I mean? That was, so now that, uh, the shit that now that the, you know, the record, uh, is very close to coming out. The videos and singles have come out. Um, I moved past that. You know what I mean? I'm not so depressed at that point. You know what I mean? Like, cause I, I there was a real point where I didn't even know if I was going to finish ugly duckling. You know what I mean? Cause it was, I was trying to reach out for certain collabs and they weren't working and all that was adding into the whole native world and, 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 and the past shit, you know, just everything was hitting at once. And it was really feeling like, I don't even know if I'm going to do this. Just feeling and then, yeah. And then when I finally got to the, the 12 tracks done and I think the, I just got the promo back from a straight, straight jacket, straight jacket did all my artwork for ugly duckling. When I got that back, I was just like, okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? This, this, this is going to work. This is going to be, this is going to be it. You know what I mean? So if you listen to the CD, you can kind of hear a lot of the shit that I was feeling, uh, coming out. And then it starts to get to the, to the end of the record where it's fucking shining. You know what I mean? So it's really the ugly duckling to me is, is my fucking, my story. You know what I mean? I felt like no one was fucking with me at a point and I was putting all this into it and it was just coming to a dark place. And then I finally fucking seen that light where I just grew up, mastered that album, and now you got it. You got it coming April second. See, that's that's dope. I'm glad I asked about that because that to me, as much as that shit sucks and the shit you were going through is unfortunate, but that's what makes an artist. That's what makes right. music. Like that's the type of shit that's gonna resonate with these kids because they go through the same. You know what I mean? Like. And people, a lot of artists, not not all of them, especially not in the underground. The underground's a, a, gotten a little more open lately, but yeah. uh, 
Like p- people have these characters and these things, and like you don't have that emotion. But that emotion is what draws. Like that's what connects to people. Like the thing you're afraid to talk about is the thing people need to hear. Right. You know, like that's dope. Like that's I love it. So your straight jacket drew this duck boy. Yeah, yeah, that that's all straight jacket, dude. I that motherfucker. It. I love straight jackets artwork. Everything that you've seen from me lately has been all straight jacket because that motherfucker's artwork is just amazing. Give him nothing but love, you know what I mean. But yeah, he he that's came up, he put the face to this ugly duckling. <laughs> I love it's I lo- everything, everything that I've seen about this record so far is dope. Like I, in my opinion, just my Thanks, just man. just from an outsider looking in, like this, like everything you've like I haven't even I haven't even heard the record yet. I've heard the single, I've heard you know what I mean. But just the idea behind it is already the dopest thing you've done, and I haven't even heard it yet. Like it's. Like the the image is sick. Like that, you know what I mean. You have a fucking mascot now. You have a yeah. You know what I mean. You have this dude. You have this face, and it's it's dope, man. I'm I'm. It's got a it. story to tell. That's for sure. You know what I mean. <laughs> so so the record comes out April second, which is this Friday for everybody listening to this. So you don't have to wait. Um, there is no anybody killer feature on this album, but you do have Blazer Dead, homie, Binu, Boondocks, yep. Easy Mac. Jamie Madrox and Jelly Roll, Minister Sobriety, Mr. Six, and Underrated. Yes. Underrated. I found him. Man, I was so happy to get him on. (laughs) Think about it, man. Underrated and uh, one son, Potluck, obviously. Yeah. Man, kind of like Daddy X. They fucking disappeared. You know what I mean? Nobody's nobody's looking for Daddy X. Calm down. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, though. The motherfuckers kind of went off social media for a while. And uh, I started talking to Underrated, like, around 2017 uh because i was trying to get him to join uh him and killer to join forces on a tour how awesome would that have been and fucking you know he he was like no i'm not really you know trying to do my own thing i'm not really fucking with music at this point blah 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 and you know i respected that you know he's doing his thing and then he came out of retirement started fucking with music again i just had to get that collab man think about that shit that was that because i grew up right when potluck was popping you know what i mean because it was already caught my kings obviously and all that shit but you know what i mean I'm, I'm a little younger so that was like my time frame you know what i mean hell yeah so yep got uh and then easy mac uh, do you know who that is a lot of people don't really know who that is i do well i know I, I i was looking earlier and i noticed you did a track with him before with golden bsp and i fucking absolutely yeah. love gold like, easy mac's dope but i absolutely love golden bsp but that does not promote your new record but yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I, I'm a huge fan of him. I, but yeah, Have, you've heard the work that they've they done together, right? Oh the, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The fucking the, my little pony Canada's got some shit. heat coming, man. Canada's got some heat up there. For the sure. motherfuckers, we need to we need to cross over there a little bit more. And then uh, you know that Boondocks collab, I got that one. Uh, Boondocks, I got the tour with him and Cottonmouth Kings, thanks to Magic Ninja and Killer. They, he hooked that up. Uh, what was that? 2018 when they did a run. Dope. Or yeah, it was in the 2018. Yeah, dates so are, got dates some, are weird. Got some big uh big names on that bad boy, that jelly and and that Jamie collab. That's such <laughs> that's see that's that's such a great that's an amazing track. Like that's that's I mean obviously it's out now as the single. That's a single. Like that's people put out singles just to promote a record, but like that's a single. Like that's a that's a great track. Like everybody murdered that song. It's such a good song. It's got a lot of heart in it. Everybody's talking about their special lady in that motherfucker. Yeah, it's dope, man. I yeah, that's 
that's a great track and the and the just and like the hook with Jay like it's such a cool uh cool wordplay with the you know what I mean like comparing your woman to the to your your strap on your side and it's, yeah it's dope. And if you guys haven't heard it, go listen to it. Obviously, go listen to the whole record that comes out this Friday. Um, and then you got a uh, you're doing a release party this Friday as well. Yep, Columbus, Ohio. Yep, poor boys. If anybody's down, come on out. That's Bring right. your mask, though. That's right. I got the flyer <laughs> up on the screen. I'm pulling it up here for everybody to look at. So we got uh, live performances from Lethal Injection, Alphabetic, Insane Killer, and Black Magic, Rooks, and Infamous. And I assume Jay Villain doesn't say he's yes. performing, but uh, down at the yes. Poor Boys. It's a nice little outside bar setup, man. I mean, the bar is inside, but the stage is outside. It's really cool. Cool little spot for anybody, oh, you know, down. You don't have to worry about being too close or breathing in someone's nasty breath. You know, I know it's COVID time still and all that shit. Bring your mask, bring your ass, and let's have a good time. <laughs> for sure, man. Yeah, go people. If you guys are in the area, definitely go check that out. It's going down this Friday. And then there, you can order. There, you got, like, bundles and different stuff. at, at the what, Tell us about, like, all the stuff with the CD people can get. Yeah, so jvillain.com um, just launched it couple months ago you can head over there now we got the cd pre-order every pre-order for the cd comes autographed you know what i mean we'll sign that motherfucker for you we got deals with the shirt um you can get the shirt the the, the cover of the cd on a shirt i'm not sure how many sizes we got left though because we've been selling a lot of motherfuckers uh i'm trying to think of what else i can't remember off the top of my head the bundles we got but we got a couple of different ones uh you can get all three of my cds at the same time, they sign them all for you at once for one little price. All that shit's over there. So head on up. We got charms and all that shit. You can get that duck face as a charm. Ain't that fucking sweet? That's sick. That the face is you know so I mean? dope. Like even so, after this project, you're gonna be the ugly duckling. Fuck yeah. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you, like, know you know what's funny? Uh, I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you for because I, I know uh, I, sh- I should have said it a little bit earlier when you was talking about uh, you asked me. You know, if I'm going to, you know, I said something about possibly releasing the next record with Native World. So I've already started on the next record, right? And it's funny because I got a collab with Kill on the next record. And he refers to me as the Ugly Duckling. <laughs> That's dope. That's perfect. So forever. Man. Yep, forever the Ugly Duckling, motherfucker. Hell yeah. <laughs> See, it should happen. You know what I mean? Trials, tribute, whatever it may be. The thing, all this shit happens. It happens for a reason. And you, oh yeah! You, as long as you can make it out the other end, whatever it is, like anybody listening, like whatever it is, whatever you're going through, it could be simple, it could be big, it could be emotional, it could all be in your head. Whatever it is, man, as you get to the other side of it, like there's 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 shit on the other. You know what I mean? Like that's how you get rewarded. Like that's the whole. Yep. That's where the whole like uh, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow shit came from. There wasn't actually leprechauns. It's you got to get to the other side of that shit. Get through the fucking rain. You know what I mean? Like. Yep, so get the real yep. shit, people. Make it happen. You only got you, too. That's another thing. Can't depend on other motherfuckers to make it happen, either. That's right. Got to do it yourself. The ugly duckling becomes the black swan or whatever, though. Whatever happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know how that all works. <laughs> <laughs> the Daffy Duck. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Daffy's killing I mean, Daffy's obviously killing it. He's fucking balling. Oh, He's yeah. got that Disney money or whatever, that Looney Tunes money. I don't even know. He's doing all right. Sure. <laughs> but yep, jvillain.com That's where all that shit is right now You can get the pre-order We'll send it to you as soon as you fucking order it <laughs> Yeah, I mean, essentially If you're listening to this, it's hot With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky Just about anywhere Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's out. It'll be out in two days. Um, yeah, so Friday, April 2nd, the Ugly Duckling Project drops on everyone. There's The singles are available now. You got some videos up as well, right? It's, um, yeah. Yeah, we got Ain't Talking. I, I did a video for Ain't Talking and then a lyric video for the By My Side. Hell yeah. So definitely go peep that out. Can we expect any more uh, any more music videos from this project? Yeah. There's actually one that, uh, you know, well, yeah, there's, there's, uh, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened there. It was like <laughs> made a funny noise. Um, but, uh, it's not like you got a text or something. <laughs> yeah. There's, um, there's one that is going to drop here very soon. I'm hoping. And it features the homie blaze. Hell yeah. Blaze your dead. It's homie. called paint the wall, paint the wall. So we're, and so everybody listen to this. We're actually going to world premiere the music video on our channel. Oh yeah. Burr, 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 burr. I don't have any sound effects. Burr, 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 burr. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you got to hit the, <laughs> you get the paint dead. the wall. You got to get the dead one at the end. The Features blaze your dead homie and Benu. Uh, it's a, Visualizer, that's what it is. I, I was blanking on the name of it because I'm like, ah, what the fuck's it called again? <laughs> so it's not a lyric video. It's not a real video. It's a visualizer. Visualizer. And we're going to premiere it right here on Replicon Radio. If you're listening to For this, first time. it's going to be up tomorrow. If you're listening to this when it premieres, if you're listening to it later, it's probably already up. So go fucking watch it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be dope. World premiere right here on Replicon Radio from Jay Villain. So you guys are, I mean, everybody listening to this now when this drops, you're in for a treat because today is technically Wednesday. You're going to listen to this dope interview. Tomorrow, you're going to get a world premiere of the new video or visualizer from Jay Villain, Blaze the Dead Homie, and Binu. And then on Friday, the album drops everywhere for everyone to listen to, but you probably already pre-ordered it, so it'll probably be in your mailbox. So either way, it's, Hell a, yeah. it's an amazing week for everyone out there. I'm pumped. I'm excited to hear the album. Like I'm not. I'm re- I'm ready. Well, well, I fucking appreciate you, man. It's nothing but kind words. This album is it's got my heart for everybody listening. It's really got my heart in it. Like like you heard earlier, went through the struggles, little deep darkness shit going on in my head, but we made it out. I check it out. The whole story we got to tell you. You'll fucking. I, I guarantee you at least have one or two songs that you can relate to, or just bump. You know what I mean. Because I try to hit where, you know, By My Side is one of those tracks that everybody, I feel like, can relate to. I was going to say, no matter matter what. Yeah, I don't even care what the, I mean, I do care what the rest of the record sounds like. But regardless, that one single is already worth the the, the cost of admission. That's worth, like, just to have that track, that's worth buying the record. Like, go buy the record and support just for that song, if not anything else. But I'm sure if that song's that good, you're going to like other stuff. But. Right, like, and then ain't talking. You know the 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 actual video I cut that one. That one says a lot. You know, stand up, be yourself. No more time. There's no more talking. It's time for action. You know what I mean? That's a hundred percent with that one. So anybody feeling down, needs some motivation, throw that tune on. Fucking sing it loud and proud, man. We ain't talking no more. 
Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. Everybody go check it out. Um, I do have to ask you at least one more question before I let you go because we all asked right. all of our guests the same shit because we're completely unoriginal and you're not going to get away without it. Uh, <laughs> essentially, man, you got you got three records, three albums that you just could not live without. Maybe it's the one you put on when you're sad and you're crying in the car. Maybe it's the one you when you're angry and you punch the wall to, which whatever it may be, maybe they inspire you as, as, a, as a dad or as an artist or whatever it may be. Uh, just three albums you could not live without. What would they be? Okay, I'm gonna start off with uh, Bon Jovi "Slippery When Wet." Wow. Why? Because that motherfucker taught me how to love. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got four kids. <laughs> that motherfucker taught me how to love. So that 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 one I have to take with me. That's dope. Uh, my second one would be. Uh, Oh, this is a little harder to think, but I'm going to go with Paper Trail from T.I. Why that one? Because that one uh, taught me how to be real in this shit. I know a lot of people don't fuck with T.I., but if you know, uh, he went, he got caught with some shit, went to prison for a long ass time. That record was what he made right before he went to prison, and he just told the truth, you know, told, told about everything. You can literally listen to that record, learn how to be a drug dealer, and how to get caught up in the shit at the same fucking time. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that one taught me a lot about being real. And then I know you probably had this one that's not, uh, you know, too too surprised. Well, it might be. But honestly, the six Joker card, Shangri-La, from ICP. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because throughout the story, that was the end of it. And at the end of the very end of it, they said one thing that always stick with me. Hey, we're not sorry if we tricked you. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? We don't give a fuck what happens now. We're not sorry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I would take those three because those three speak the loudest to me. Well, and the carnival is God. And I mean, and you were you were a part of that for a long time with your Christian music. Right. <laughs> Taking it back to when I was young. <laughs> right. It's all full, so, yeah. full circle, man. So, yeah, those will be my three. Oh <laughs> hell yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, so you put all that stuff in the blender, and you get you get a little J Ville, and it comes out the it comes out the other end, man. That's dope. Right. That's definitely yeah, that's definitely cool. I dig that a little Bon. I think you're the first person to ever say Bon Jovi. That's I cool. know because <laughs> I I listened to a couple of them, and I know everybody always bring up some old school hip hop shit. But see, I would be lying to you because I didn't grow up on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not me. No, it's dope. I dig it. Hell yeah. Everybody, I bet everybody messed with a little bit. Everybody messed with a little bit of Bon Jovi. You can't get you can't get through life with a little bit of Bon Jovi. Right, right. Man, Tell me you ain't heard fucking you gay brother, right? Right. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Immediately it pops in your head right away. You're like, damn, you do get a little bit of bad name, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah, what's up, man. Yep, that's how I roll. Hell yeah, brother. Well, much love for hanging out with us today, man. I appreciate it. I had a blast going down memory road with you and learning about uh. All the things there are to do with the ugly duckling J Villain. That record comes out this Friday, man. Go pick it up, jvillain.com. Follow him on all social medias at jvillain. It's that, it's that easy. Um, yep. Any last words, any shout outs, anything uh, we didn't get to or forgot to say before we uh, before we let you go, brother? Well, shout out to you guys, Rockline Radio, for fucking giving me this interview. You're one of the, the only to cover the ugly duckling. You know what I mean? So that's why you get the video. And uh, for everybody else, you know, much motherfucking love. Uh, whoop, whoop. Hopefully we get to kick it at the gathering soon. If not, catch me on one of the shows coming up. I know there's not many, but they'll start coming in, I swear. And, uh, you know, if you ain't heard of me, give this motherfucker a shot. I guarantee you fuck with it. 
the ugly duckling. Jay Villain, baby. Hell yeah. Much love, brother. Make sure you guys go pick right. out the record. Check out the, the, the debut of the new video right here on our channel. And uh, we'll see you all next time. Peace. Peace out. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.